Philly Sports, Love and Pain. I'm Dave, and that's Kenny on the bottom. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? Meow. Kenny, Kenny's a bottom is what I heard. Um, so that's Kenny. Yep. And uh, <laughs> joining us tonight to, to speak ball is my buddy, Gordy. What's up, Gordy? How's it going, guys? Oh, now he's not my friend? <laughs> he get, my friend and your friend, and everyone's friend. I'm the friend of the pod. Are you kidding me? We have me? the same porn search history. We're best friends at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gordy, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a little bit, but hey, I think we got a couple new listeners since ne- since then uh, that may not know you. So, yeah. Gordy comes in. Gordy is very in touch with ball, and um, probably Gordy. I would think that I think I think the NBA is probably your favorite, or basketball is your probably your favorite, right? Basketball is the, my favorite sport for sure. Um, I go basketball, football, baseball. You know, as a tight compact three with hockey stepping down. Uh, but I think even so, hockey fans are, uh, are stepping down on hockey. <laughs> There's only one bright spot right now. They probably should be. There's only one yeah. bright spot. Owen Tippett. That Owen guy Tippett. looks good. Is that, I is that their elite? A, is, is that their elite talent? Did you see uh ESP's tweet the other day? Oh my, that guy shouldn't be talking sports. If he's got soccer above hockey, I don't care how bad it gets. You can't hold on a second. Wait a fucking (laughs) stop the fucking presses. You fucking said that soccer was going to take over hockey. You said that. It's just a legitimate fact. I can read a fucking numbers. I I can. Well, then you can't. You can't give him shit for bringing soccer into the equation. I can, because if you're going to bring soccer (laughs) into the equation, you have to bring hockey into the equation, right? You can't just shit and say, oh, hockey's been irrelevant. I mean, just for a year or two, they've had good times. Mostly I don't poor. trust. I don't trust him to judge soccer, or I don't trust him really at all. But uh, when he starts talking about pre- watch my kids, when he tells me when he tells me that Hertz season depends on how many touchdowns he throws in preseason, uh, he, you know he, that's all I need to hear. He really thought he was cooking something up when he when he made that tweet. He was like, "Yeah, if he doesn't, yeah. if he doesn't get it, a tweet's gonna look good." That was a bad fucking tweet. But anyway, I was told, I was told that Kenny had something very important to start this podcast off with. So Kenny, please take it away. All right. Two things. First thing, fuck Idaho, you potato picking motherfuckers. Who do you root for? Uh, Who do you fucking root for? Idaho, Montana, same fucking shithole. Fuck you. Secondly, I told you last week. That the MLB was going to extend the beer. I said that. I said, there's no fucking way. They're just going to end it in the seventh inning beer sales when the games are lasting three minutes long. So I was right. I just wanted to point that out. Fuck you. Fuck Jason McLaughlin. Mm. So after all, so after all is said and done, first of all, we add another state uh, to the Kenny hatred. list. Um, I think we're up to about, yeah, it is a growing list. I think we're up to about six or seven. It's uh, a whole Providence in Canada. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny can't even like, might not be able to take a drive soon. He just hates it. <laughs> international. Uh, but no, the beer sales, it's hilarious, right? Because for the longest time it was like, Oh, well we want, we need to make sure that everybody can get home safely, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't, you don't want to, we don't want to, you know, we want to take care of the people. That's bullshit, by the way. Yeah. I, I think everybody figured that out. Right. Yeah. They want, they want to make money. 
It's all about the dollar, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. And that's why it's ridiculous, in my opinion, that the Phillies only have three dollar dog nights. Guys, have dollar dog night every Tuesday home game. Every time you have a Tuesday night home game, it's dollar dog night. That shit will sell out. When they they, they sold out this game tonight. It's dollar yeah, dog this night. Game was sold out. Yeah, dollar dogs, dude. I, I didn't actually know that. I didn't realize that. It's, wow. Yeah. Is waiting is waiting in line for boiled hot dogs really worth it? They're literally like three fifty. They're not expensive. Um, is waiting in line worth it? Apparently, waiting in line for nothing is worth it anymore because you miss half the game. <laughs> you gotta let it go. You do miss a lot of the game. This no, I'm not letting it go. I'm not letting it go. It's the worst rule in baseball, and they're gonna change it. And I'm going to talk shit on it until they do. And then when they change it, I'll probably complain about that too. <laughs> anyway, it's in your nature. Um, I get it. You get it. Whatever. You know, um, when do they change? So, when, when do you think they do? Just out of curiosity, all-star game next year. No, yeah, next year. year. You think they're going to let the playoffs be ruined by this? I think that they will because they are dumb. <laughs> It's only ruined if your team doesn't win the World Series, right? That's probably true. <laughs> like, if the Phillies win the World Series, we're going to say the pitch we'll clock was the greatest. Keep, the, keep those rules. Oh, I mean, like, I, I think they are going to have to change something, though. And if they do keep it for the playoffs, they're going to have to change something. They're going to have to add some extra time to that clock because you you can't expect people to play at that same pace when the games mean that much, right? <laughs> like, you got to make some kind of a playoff. Did you guys did you guys see the Cardinals picture? I think yesterday the dude I've never seen anything like this. This dude literally would get the ball back and he was set within like three seconds. The hitters have zero. (laughs) He's doing it on purpose. He's probably doing it on purpose. Of course he is. Whatever. It's so stupid. It's such a dumbass rule. It just brings in extra bullshit that doesn't need to happen. I don't know. And I guess they deserve it, right? The peep, the batters and every and the pitchers that were assholes about it, they deserve it because they are the reason that this happened. I mean, you literally you know? have batters that were cotton eye joeing before they would go up the bat. I mean, seriously. So And like, in between every pitch, they're like, Oh, let me do this glove, this glove, yeah. let me fix this elbow pad, let me fucking touch my right ball sack, let me scratch my left big toe. It, it, it was ridiculous. And I get it. I totally get it. Fifteen seconds is just not enough, and it's fucking stupid. Let's move on. So we won't really talk about the Phillies right now because this podcast is mostly about the Sixers preview. Now, I will say that everyone is. I got uh, a boo-boo what, the one fry. thing. What? I got a boo boo. Did you burn yourself? No, I was doing. I fucking hit it on the cinder block in the basement. Idiot. 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 Choo-choo. Uh, I do, I do, <laughs> I do want to come back though to the Phillies. So we will make it back. We will make it back. Um, so anyway, let's start this off by saying Joel will win the MVP. Well, well that's what does everybody when you does. Cry everybody for agree with this? Seasons. <laughs> oh, he's winning the MVP. I don't think, and it's well deserved. Yeah, I agree. Crying or not? <laughs> oh, I don't. I just think it's well, funny that every fan base is trying to say because he cries, he's a pussy. Uh, it's so ridiculous. The the fan bases that are talking about him being a foul merchant too. And that's <laughs> primarily, primarily 
your Jokic Nuggets uh, fans. Well, the Bucks, just, the Bucks fans too, and they don't even know that the Greek freak has more three throws than him. Yeah, that's a great point, dude. Thank you. I mean, more free throws, more free throws for the freak yeah. than for Joel, and and it's just it's it's brutal to to watch and listen. The Sixers are the number one free throw shooting percentage team in the NBA. They are not the team that takes the most free throws. I think they're like their fifth or their eighth, something like that. So let me get this straight. So because they make their three throws, they're considered merchants, right? Correct. (laughs) Correct. Interesting how that line will work against you every time. Yeah, that's exactly what it is because they're actually good at their craft and can shoot the ball, which when was the last time we said that about every starter on a Sixers roster? Um, 93. Great point. Great point, by the way. You know? Like it, it's yeah. By the Joel way, leading the, the league, leading the league in free throw attempts, which I saw a stat the the other day was ridiculous of how many they had. But it's the Lakers. I mean, and it's not mm-hmm. even close. They're it's like over. They're twenty six point six. No, it, I mean the stats don't even tell you the tell the truth about how lopsided that feels to me. To be honest. Sixers they're, trying to, they're trying to let LeBron win one more before they put a bullet in the back of his career. <laughs> I, I feel confident about that. Well, I mean, you, you do have the mighty Detroit Pistons, all of 17 wins up there near the top too. Um, yeah. But that those are pity fails at that point. So, <laughs> Hey, That's boys and is. girls of all ages, make your free throws, make your free throws. So, I'm going to, yeah, Make free throws. You're going to find yourself on the court in crunch time. How about that? That's right. That's um, right. Just a little heads up to if the Heat lose this game tonight as the seven seed, uh, they will be the first seven seed to lose a game since the play-ins have started. Which, by the way, Kenny thinks the play-ins are stupid. I didn't say that specifically. You kind of did. Said, <laughs> implied it. I just said it's unfortunate for this case scenario because uh, if you're a Heat fan, you're robbed of the playoffs now. Even though you, no, n- not true. Why? Not true. They can actually, yeah. As a seven seed and eight seed, you get to play another game to to make right. the eight seed. <clears throat> so Got if it. the Heat lose tonight, they will. They still will play the winner. Is it another of, home game? Um, yeah, they would. Yes, uh, it no, is. they would. Is it home? No, court? they would it have to be. go on the road, right? Should be a home game. I they're the higher seed. So. They might be. I think they're home because they're, they're the higher seed in the end. They're the higher right. seed. So they'll and play they the winner of them for their regular season victories, right? Right. Yeah. Which it, they it should. Stays as a reward. I don't hate it. I just think it's weird that all the commissioners are all conspiring to change the leagues that have been going pretty well for you know decades. I, what I don't understand is why you play 82 fucking games and then you still need a fucking play in to decide who's yeah. seven and eight. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I like mean, listen, gonna- first of all, we're let, we're already letting like, you know, half of the te- half of the league in the fucking playoffs. Do we really need to like decide who it is? I, I don't know. I, that's the only, that's like my only hang up with this. I kind of brought this up Gordy with you on uh Friday when I saw you on the links mm-hmm. and, um, links. You, the, you know, I, I just, I don't know like why it's necessary after 82 games. Like we need to like, uh, we need to try, you know, let's see, let's just make sure that you're actually like the eighth t- best team in the conference. I don't know. Well, the, the, meaning the first team to get steamrolled. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
They could just you know shave ten games off, and then it would kind of make a little more sense, right? Could you imagine? Could you imagine how? Could you imagine how good the product would be if they cut the games down and like you didn't have the the resting, you didn't have the load management, you didn't have any of that bullshit. Take the average, and no, you don't have that. You don't have the back to back bullshit. Take that out of the equation, and you have the best of the best every night from every guy. That's 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 lights out. I mean, why doesn't I, I mean? I get kind of get why because it fucks with like record books and shit like that. So I get that part of it. It's just a new era. That's all. It's just a new era. Oh, well, it's an it's an era where these guys make so much money that the franchises want to protect them. I mean, they're literally paid to play a game, but if they play the game too much, they break down. So so they they're like, yeah, we don't want to play it too much. I mean, I, I saw something next year in order to be on any of the like the All NBA team. Stuff, whatever they have to play. I think it's sixty-five games. I think that's sixty-five. See, but that's Um, that's right where the that's where the line is. Like, if you make this season like sixty-five, seventy games, that I mean, that's exactly where that's the sweet spot for everybody. And the and you stretch, but you keep the timing stretched out. Like the season has to still take up until now, yeah. So that you don't have the back-to-backs and stuff. Because what they would do is they would shrink the games down, and then you still have the compressed schedule with the back-to-backs, which makes no sense. Um, no, what do you think about, think about it. The guys that would not have been able to qualify because they played less than sixty-five games or sixty-six games, like Jimmy Butler, LeBron, Anthony Davis, uh, a whole bunch of All Stars would not have been eligible for any All NBA teams based on that. That if that was in place this year. Why can't they just give like each team a week break in the middle of the season? You know what I mean? Like they could rotate that in easily. That would still secure your season long. It's just a week by. Yeah. Uh, I I don't disagree. I think the NBA has, if there's a league that's going to do something like that and be the first to do it, it will be the NBA. There's a league that decides, you know what? We play too many. This is how we're going to do it. It's not going to be MLB. Their union's too strong. And they want to make as much money as they can for their players, um, or the players want to make. Kyle as much Lowry money as they is can. taking over. Sorry. Um, oh shit! Yeah, he just hit last five points. Kyle Lowry dusting him off. Yeah. Kyle <laughs> Lowry, twenty-seven. He had a shitty season. You know what I mean? Like the whole year, and now he wants to put on his fucking Toronto Raptors shoes and decide Kyle to play Lowry. basketball. Kyle yeah. Lowry, listen. Kyle Lowry's a gamer. We know him from Villanova, man. I've always loved. Kyle over there, but uh, God, he was irritating to play against. Yeah, as a he was a pain in the ass. Oh my God, hey, so a, he's, a, he's a notorious flopper. Talk about a foul merchant. Um, you know I mean? what, a like, fu- what a funny title, foul merchant. <laughs> foul merchant. Hey, Gordy, <laughs> has, there, has there ever been an MVP that wasn't first team NBA? In I position? do not think so. So is this going to be the first year? It could be. It Which, actually could you be. can't be the MVP and then be like second team NBA. It's just crazy to me, right? Like, well, you know, they voted in forwards for forward spots and there's only one center. So 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 dumb, dude. Yeah, but if you're the M- if you're the MVP of the league and you're a center, <laughs> yeah. it's an automatic first NBA all team, all star team. Yeah, absolutely. 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 You know what's really bad about that? A lot of these guys, and Joel is one of them, they have standard language in, in NBA contracts. If you're a first-team All-NBA, it opens up additional money in your next contract. 
Oh, you, you said higher. the M. Gordy, you said the M word. Money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what there they all want to hear, man. You said it. Money. And, and, and that's what happens, dude. If you if you get these postseason awards, you get more money. You can go another, I don't know if it's 10%, 15%, 20% above whatever they would be able to pay you without that award. And the NBA is, the, I believe, the only, I mean, other leagues build in bonuses, but not like that. Or it's like specifically, you get this level of a postseason award voted on by the players in the media, you get this additional amount of money in your next contract. And that's 100% guaranteed. So when guys and these media members go on these crusades to say, not that guy because we don't like him, it actually messes with somebody's money. How do you give that kind of power to a media guy, to somebody from the ringer, or to one of us? So, right, you might as well. You might as well give it to one of you us. Might as I mean, well seriously, be us. sponsor us, Ringer. Yeah, it should Ringer. be a GM vote. I think. GM. <laughs> I I agree. I think it should be a combo vote. Honestly, I think it should be. I like, think it should be a player vote. I think it should be a fan vote, minimally, and and I think it should be um, a head coach vote. I no, think there should be I, three. I, I get the fan vote out of anything. It's always screwed up because you, you no, 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 no. I'm saying you wait, you wait it. Like, so like the fan vote is, doesn't count as heavy as the players or well, the coaches, of course, but even so that you, you start getting fucking MVP votes for like fucking Mickey mouse. Yeah. But you put, you put 10% weight on and it doesn't really matter. You just make the fans feel like they have a, a voice. Fuck them just like, fans. The, just like major league baseball does. You know, you know who shouldn't have a they, voice. They stuffed the ballot backs. So I don't care who anyway. It's does. fucking JJ Redick. The fuck is that? Mm. That was bad. Shout out to Michelle Castellanos who just liked my tweet. Just saying. You know, you know how I feel <laughs> about them mommies. <laughs> I, I do, I do, I do. We got a close one here. We so we got we got the Heat game on Gamecast. I think y'all are watching it. Um, we got a six point. We got a six point game right now in the fourth quarter. The Hawks are just chucking threes and praying they go in. It's it's, it's actually Shocker. crazy. The Hawks are actually being coached better now in this part of the season late because they got Quinn Snyder on the bench. But if they lose this game, it's because they're they stop attacking the basket. Miami can't handle their their speed and quickness. Well, that's not really uh, the the three point situation is not really their mo. So that kind of tells me that they're a little bit in panic mode a little bit because I was looking at it earlier and the Hawks are actually uh, in the bottom of the league um, in three point three point attempt per <laughs> I'm game. So, so fucking sick of the Hawks. I'm sick of Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young and his lollipop hair. Cut your hair. <laughs> you know he's not the one on that roster that bothers me more than anybody else. You know who does? Who? Is it is Collins. it uh, Collins? Collins? Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was going to be Collins. Collins is dude. You want to talk about an overrated player? That dude stinks. You know who oh, nice. What is it? You know, Fournier. How do you say that, Evan? Evan Fournier. Yeah, he stinks. French. He does stink too. He's terrible. He's absolutely true. I've I've seen him play maybe one good game in I don't know a decade of basketball, <laughs> watching with, with with them. Like he's bad. 
He is just so, bad. So the Sixers, the Sixers come into the uh, come into the playoffs. Um, I mean, I, I feel good about them. I, let's go round table and let's just let's just get temperature on how you feel about the three seed going in. I feel good. I'm at my confidence level for them going into this series is this series particular is ten. My 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 confidence level for the playoffs in general is eight. Kenny, I mean, if if they lose to Brooklyn, it's it's a massive colossal fail. That, that's if you don't sure. feel like it's a ten, you don't know anything. Um, Bridges <clears throat> is it Bridges? Why am I drawing a blank? Yeah, right. It's Bridges. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Bridges. I mean, he'll yeah. he'll he'll easily sway one game away from you easily with ease. He'll he'll steal something along the way. I don't know what game, and then confidence level. I mean, I'm at a seven just because. History seven isn't terrible, Gordy. Where are you at? I mean, that, that, that's fair with with their history. Um, net series ten. I'm um, I'm extremely confident. I don't disagree. Uh, Nets probably get one of them uh, somewhere along the way. It'll be Bridges. an upset in Philly, like game one, to really just set the fucking tone and really just that drive this city into a frenzy. Oh my god, dude! Just just to, just to absolutely yeah. And, and so we gotta I hope, listen. To I hope it's not that. Thank God. Phone calls nonstop, you know. <laughs> um, the playoffs overall probably like an eight point five. Uh, I'm, I'm. This is different. This team has a different feel to it for me. Um, uh, and I don't like a matchup against Boston just because Boston's a tough team. But you got to beat tough teams to get to the championship. And ultimately, you know, the three best teams in the league are in the East this year. Because I got news for you, whoever the champ is is coming out of the East. It's it's not going to be any of the teams coming out of the West. I feel the same way. You're wrong. This is the Lakers championship. They'll lose. The Lakers oh, are you're, actually. Oh, so you're on. So you're on conspiracy. No, no, you're no. on conspiracy theory lane. Okay? That's where you are. No, they are, they are hot and they are getting healthy and they are actually very dangerous as an eight seed. You don't to want to play LeBron. They could. They could. They could beat the Nuggets. They could absolutely take out the Nuggets. Anyone could beat the Nuggets because they're a fucking terrible team. Nuggets and suck. They, they dick. Zero. <laughs> their their fans don't even know like who won the MVP last year. That's fucking sad, dude. Did you guys see that video? Uh, yeah, so the dude yeah. from Crossing Broad was out there talk, like interviewing people. He's like, "Who was uh who who was the MV uh, the NBA MVP?" He's like, "I see you Nuggets hat." There, who was the um NBA MVP last year? And they're like, oh man, I don't even know, dude. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking losers. They're not fans. I mean, here's just the thing though. You could make that video goals. in any city, any sports team at any point in time in the year. You you could you could do that easily. Because he probably interviewed a hundred people and scrubbed the tape for <laughs> seven people that were just there for fucking hot dogs and cocks. I mean cocktails. <laughs> 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 no judgment zone over here. I'm just simply saying that and that guy's kind of annoying. He's like one of those classic like street merchants that just screams in the microphone like Billy. What's that comedian? Um, Billy in the street. You know what I'm talking about? He just run up the people. And he's like for a dollar. Do you know Will Smith's dog's name? <laughs> <laughs> he's not that bad. Who Billy in the streets? Or Kyle. No, the, Kyle. He's not that bad. I'm just saying. He's a fucking street merchant. I like to stick. 
I mean, I get it. I just anyway, don't want to sit on the stick. I just choo chewed the shit out of the, uh, that whole situation. So, um, so now that we know the confidence level, like, do we even like, does, does anyone think there's ever, there's even like a one iota of a chance that the Sixers lose the series? No, not unless, uh, you know, even not unless massive, uh, some kind of massive injury happens. There's always a chance. Is it like 3%? Of course. <laughs> But do not go into this thing with 100% confidence. It bites you in the ass every time. Every time. Yeah. yeah. Listen, they have to walk on that court as the alphas. They have to think of themselves as, as the alphas. And the fans need to support them and believe that they're the alphas too. Like that's that's the way you got to approach that. You got to walk out on that court, yeah. look at across, and just go, we're absolutely rolling. Is it five or seven games? Seven games. So – that means that the Nets need to be on point for seven fucking ga- well, you know, four games probably, right? The win. Mm-hmm. So they have to be better than the Sixers for four games. And not necessarily four in a row, but four out of seven, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, There's that's no like a two percent chance of happening. But could they make it's it not. stressful and it's a fucking game six? Yeah, I definitely could see it. Sure. Yeah, I mean they they could they could definitely do that. I think the Sixers win the series four to one. Um I have a feeling that one game is probably going to be Miles Bridges scoring 40 plus points uh, in that one game. He'll probably average somewhere between 28 and 35 for the series. Is that one of the greatest? Is that one of the greatest Sixers blunders of like recent time? Uh, it might be the worst ever mistake they've made. In the, I don't know about ever ever because they've made <laughs> some really bad ones. They made <laughs> yeah. some really bad, ones. but it's probably the worst one in the last fifteen years. I mean, and every and this whole story was right there for it too, with his mom working for the organization and him being a Philly kid, and he was a young guy that you could have let grow here. What do you mean it was grow? A, it, like I mean, grow into being a. The, a pro and, and this type of a player, yeah, I you mean, know what I mean? Any any kind of growth from it from him compared to the all the growth they needed from every single other person they fucking drafted right. that year. I mean, to even Zaire. not Zaire. Like, this isn't coming. Zaire's not in the league anymore. That's what you know? I mean. Like to to even suggest that, and that's there's a lot of people that believe that. It's just it's so silly to me because. They fucking butchered that pick and the NBA Absolutely. stepped in and they were like, Jerry's got to go. Jerry's got a big fucking collar. Fuck that guy. You know what I mean? And then they, they brought him in and then they were like, this dude is literally a piece of shit. So fire him. And then they were like, we'll just let Brett Brown do the draft. I mean, how fucking idiot it would have been. better. I still don't know if it was Brett Brown and or Elton brand that, that actually made that call. But the two of them were there at the time. And it was, I'll use one of your terms, Kenny. It was fucking egregious. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> egregious. It really and it's, it's probably the worst pick. And they've missed on other picks. I mean, say what you want about a lot of the other picks from Nerlens to Okafor. You could say Ben, although we got some decent years out of him before if he you, went nuts. Uh, you can rationalize the Okafor pick, right? They were worried about Absolutely, you can. Because a lot of people thought he was the best player in that draft. A lot yeah, of people. And they were worried about him beach foot. They didn't know what they were going to get out of that. Mm-hmm. So they were like, fuck it. Let's get a security blanket. And then we could trade him for a couple picks or something or a yep. player. Same with Noel. Same with Nerlens. And I you know? think that I think if you looked at Nerlens, you would look at his career. And I think you would be, I think you'd be satisfied with a Sixers career there. 
Dude, guy, guy was a serviceable big, serviceable big man in the league. Yep. You know? It's a shame he's not on this roster now as a backup, but I don't <laughs> think he got cut in time. Is he on a team? Uh, yes. He signed, uh, I think, actually with Brooklyn for a 10-day contract, and I think they let him go. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, but if he had he been available, uh, I think they would have grabbed him instead of Dwayne Dedman. Well, I would hope. I mean, anyone's better than fucking Dwayne Dedman. I don't know. He had 14 and 7 the other night. Yeah. And yeah the, G League, the G League All-Stars looked great the other night. That Springer is going to be a special character, but the Doc Rivers won't ever play him. So he'll just fucking rot on the bench. And then it's like a Darren Ruff 2.0. Fucking uh, Aqualung over there. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's a shame that Doc doesn't play the young guys early in the year. Like, he should. He's uh, he's not a good coach. And I'm going to say this very clearly and bluntly, and I don't care if you both are like, what? If they win a championship, I'd still fire his fucking ass. I hate that guy. <laughs> I, I understand that hatred. Um, if they win a championship... He's not going anywhere. I know. That's why. Like, are, are you ready? Are you ready for a Doc Rivers statue down at the <laughs> complex? You want to watch me fucking break it? Disgrace. I'll put Disgrace. A, I'll put a GoPro on and I'll I'll shard on it. <laughs> oh my uh, god! I just that would I mean, be that, would, that might be Kenny's worst nightmare. Like the Sixers finally win a title and it's yeah. Doc Rivers, and then I got to deal with Doc for another three years. <laughs> I mean, like I saw something online today, and I thought it was very uh, on point too. It was like Doc Rivers is a good coach. Glenn Rivers stinks. <laughs> like, like keep Doc fire Glenn. You know what I mean? Doc was coaching those subs, those replacements against the Atlanta uh, Hawks the other night when they absolutely smoked them in that fourth quarter, and that was a bunch of G League guys, dude, like and bench players. I feel that like when you, have, when you have that much talent around you, you kind of forget that you got a coach, right? You can't just throw these guys out there and be like, I don't have to do this. Well, is great. Right. And that's actually, that's not dude. That's a great, great point. And that is one thing that every player's coach and he's known as a player's coach struggles with is holding the guys that have all the talent and all that cachet, like actually holding them accountable and making and pushing them, you know, like that's, that's a skill when you can do it. And sometimes I think he loses some of that. Since I'm clearly running the podcast today, Gordy, I have another question for you. <laughs> One of my buddies said to me the other my, day. That's how the turntables have turned. Yeah, he literally said that Dave carries the podcast and you're just dead weight. And you say a weird story every <laughs> so often. I said, damn, that one. Shout hurt. out. Shout out, Jaws. <laughs> no, that was another uh, one. So that's three people. Oh, that was two. Three people said that. <laughs> <laughs> two. You're Kenny's friends be, love him. You're going to be seeing me from the rafters. Don't ask me to do the dishes. Remember that Steelers <laughs> video? That's one of my favorite <laughs> playoff ones. Um, yeah. Can Tobias Harris show up for three series to win a championship? Can he show up for one game? Can he show up for half of it? Where is Tobias? No, Harris? no, no, no. Hold on, stop it. Kenny doesn't mean show up. He means. T- Take over, Gordy. Please uh, go. Yeah, th- those are two different things. Mm-hmm. Okay, different wait, things. wait. Let me clarify because it's my podcast today. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think if he takes over, this is just my opinion. If he takes over two games, they have a really good shot of winning a championship. I mean, just two games in general. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
but yeah, serviceable nights. So give me like over 17 points, 17 points and over. And you know, your decent stat line on the rebounds and assists, right? Just whatever you fall into that thing, mm-hmm. that Toby, they win a championship. If that guy shows up, so how often are we going to get fucking four point? Yeah. That, yeah. 17, eight and four. It'd be perfect. Yeah, I mean, they win a championship if that Toby shows up every fucking game. But we're going to get four-point Toby and negative rebounds. <laughs> Fuck that guy. If you get four-point Toby and, and you know, two or three boards, um, the Sixers are going to have a hard time advancing past the second round. And, and you would think that a player that got a max contract wouldn't be putting those numbers up consistently. But guess what? He does. I, I, I hear you with the Toby hate. I understand it, <laughs> and I'm not going to defend some of his stat lines because some of it's been bad. Um, some of it's been really bad, actually. But remember when they signed him, and I know because you guys have talked about it before, and Dave and I have gone through it too, they didn't really have much of a choice at the time. That being said, there were other teams that would have given him that contract at the time. Believe it or not, there were other teams that would have. And... On top of that, he was signed really to be the second scorer, the third scorer on that roster. He's not even doing that. He's not. He's not that. But he's not that because of the emergence of Maxi, and not 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 necessarily that he's taken a huge step back. The one thing I will say, he's been put in a situation. I'm not trying to defend the guy, but I but do you clearly to, are. I mean, you have Tobias Harris. I am Harris a little bit. I, am a little bit. I'm going to contextualize <laughs> it for him for him here a little bit. The dude has done a great job, and he has not complained about it. Having to change his game to try to help the team to be a defensive stopper, which he never was. To be to try to rebound, which he doesn't do great all the time. To actually, you know, sometimes initiate the offense, sometimes carry the load. He was always an isolation player. Like he was a guy that when he got the ball, he he ran isolation plays. That's how he scored. The Sixers never call his number for that. Maybe once a game. Like they don't do that anymore. That, that well, those why plays would go, they? they have no confidence in his ability to fucking do well and Harden. I mean, it, it's he he's just not as good at it as Joel and Harden. So they're not going to call his number all that often. If now, what I would like to see, and this is something that this team he does, has to be just the to make, fourth best player on the court. That's all we need out of him. He does. He does. He yeah, yeah. He does do have it. to be their fourth guy. He has to be their fourth best guy. He can't for do real. It. <laughs> Let's hope he can. Fucking Let's guy hope pisses he can. me off. Fucking him and Doc. Fucking they're too busy hanging out with cheerleaders. Fucking I piss doubt me that. off. <laughs> I, so Let's I hope think that they can. Get it together. So the heat, the heat have shit themselves. They're dead. Uh, that game's over. Yeah, so officially dead. The heat will. All right, let's get the, uh, the heat will be playing. Let's get the Timberwolves on. Yeah, that game doesn't start till ten, right? Yeah, that game's coming up in a couple minutes. Um, this TV. What was I going to say? TV so, in the kitchen's a mistake. Yeah, because we're never going to be able to do another podcast where Kenny pays attention 100%. <laughs> um, my therapist is trying to, just, is to try to diagnose me with ADHD, so things could be in my future. Don't worry. Oh, so you're going to get Adderall, and then you're going to hit the, and then you're going to hit the pen, and then see what happens. He's going to be laser focused. 
<laughs> he's going to be laser focused on the TV in his kitchen. On the TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, in, so in, in college, when people choo choo, in college when people used to be like, "Yeah, Kenny, take this Adderall," I'd take it, and then like they'd find me at the library because it fucking worked. Like I needed it, and then I'd be like, "Oh, I could do schoolwork." I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, you know what I mean? So yeah, that, that was my college career. Um, so I saw Gordy. I saw that the that the Nets are actually the best team, the best offense in the league um, on ISO. Which on, on ISO they are. Yeah, they 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 score well that way. Some of those stats, I don't know if that's also taken into account though. Early in the year, when they had uh, KD and Kyrie. That that it, might it, it be, is it is for sure it, it is for yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, right now, so where they're at right now, just a quick breakdown on the Nets. Um, they have a bunch of guys that are switchable on defense, and they have athletic wings, which we know can give the Sixers trouble. Um, they do not have an answer. Not that any team really does, but no, they they really don't have an answer for Joel Embiid. Um, JoJo is and should just absolutely be a wrecking ball for them. Um, and he's so good at this stage of his career at seeing where the double team is coming from or a triple team is coming from and hitting that open guy. The Sixers really should be able to almost pick and choose what they want to do on offense. Um, you know, defensively, the Nets could give the Sixers some trouble, but it would have to be some self-inflicted wounds with turnovers on the Sixers part. Um, if they take care of the ball, they probably win every game by double digits. See now, so now you're getting into the turnover and it's into the turnover situation. And, and for the most part, they've been doing a pretty good job of taking care of the ball, but like they always have those moments that, and it seems like they're always in the fourth fucking quarter where they just can't get out of their own way with, with the turnovers you're, you're spot on. They, they have to take care of the ball. Yeah, if the, if the Sixers take care of the ball, they're going to be a very, very, very difficult team to beat, no matter who they're playing against. I don't care if it's Boston. I don't care if it's Milwaukee. Um, if the Sixers finish those games with a turnover or two less than the other team, because in the playoffs, these games slow down. And and people talk about – so the difference between last year and this year and last couple of seasons and this year, you now, like I mentioned earlier, you have five guys on that court that can all shoot, including P.J. Tucker – Say what you want about him. <laughs> you, want about him. you do actually have to respect the fact that the guy. Kenny, Kenny now's your break. chance. Kenny, now's your chance. Your go, chance. go, go, go. <laughs> hey, the, the PJ Tucker I saw last game. I think when he played, he hit that critical three, right? Two times. He had three of them in a row. Yeah. Back to back to back. So what does that yeah. mean? Like, what does that mean though? Like, like what? He just decided he wanted to fucking play, shoot basketball for 30 fucking straight games, zero points. <laughs> And then, I, th- dude, I don't have an answer for you with that. I really. And if PJ Tucker, if PJ Tucker's out competing, fucking Tobias Harris, it's a fucking problem. It's a problem. I don't know if, if you know this. Tobias I fucking Harris. hate Tobias Harris. You do. I'm sure he's <laughs> a good fucking dude, and I'm sure what he does in the community is outstanding. But as far as the basketball <laughs> fucking player, I hate that fucking guy. You really do. Ass, you bitch. really do not. You really do not like him. He's he's no, mortal enemy number one. Wow, that's yeah. saying something. I know. I don't that's think I get here either. I mean, you you got there though. 
Mortal enemy, mortal enemy number one. Mortal He's enemy on, number on one. our team. Toby. <laughs> Guy's named Toby. Yes. <laughs> they, they took it away. Um, hey, just so you know, I just placed a bet. Um, <clears throat> uh, hold on. I got to get it. LeBron over 20, Anthony Edwards over 20, Anthony Davis over 20, and Carl Anthony Towns over 20, plus or minus 109. Feels like pretty good value there because they're probably all going like to get that. it. Yeah. I like that. That should happen. It should be neither one of those teams. Yeah, neither one of those teams play defense. <laughs> they just it's like fucking Harlem Globetrotters over there. They don't play defense. I mean, LeBron will try. Uh, you better hope somebody doesn't twist an ankle. The T will. Well, that that is a team where everybody on on both rosters is made of glass too. <laughs> Seriously, how many times did KD like get injured? I mean, dude. AD, sorry, AD, not KD, KD, KD also, KD, but AD, AD's still young. KD's old at this point. Yeah, true. But I mean, yeah, I mean, what's Barkley call him? Street clothes? (laughs) Street clothes. He called him street clothes. Barkley Durant. Barkley Durant is like the the Batman Joker. I never knew I need it. It is. It is awesome. The fucking greatest. It is awesome. He doesn't give a fuck, man. No. So, obviously, we think the Sixers will handle the Nets. Uh, first game is Saturday, yeah? I think. Yes, Saturday, one o'clock. You know what's crazy is like I know the Sixers are in the playoffs, but I'm also like half like I, like Am I gonna carve time to watch that game? I mean, I will if I'm not doing anything. But if nothing's going on, I don't know because I feel like it's like a stone cold lock, you know, which is bad to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I I feel that too. I could I could see somebody going like they should take care of business. Why should I invest my time? And like during the week, you're like, all right, well, what do I got to do? I got to go down, like maybe work out if I'm feeling frisky enough, and then I don't do anything. Watch fucking New Girl again for the nineteenth time. <laughs> the the early the early line on that game, by the way, is eight and a half, like ten and a half. Is it eight and a half now? Ten and a half. Yeah, eight. Well, yeah, I haven't even looked at it to be honest with you. My master's bets didn't come through, so I haven't uh, taken a look at my. I'll look. I haven't taken a look at the betting accounts. Yeah, you and everyone else, master's bets didn't come through. Um, Minus eight. Unless you really, really love the live, and then you probably made money. <laughs> I think the live. If you cashed out, uh, the, the if you cashed out like like that morning with Brooks up two shots, three shots. You know how much you know how much yeah, you would have won on a on a Phil Mickelson top five. Oh my god, that's like fuck you uh, money. Stupid, money. <laughs> stupid money. The whole the whole L, the whole live thing is so silly to me because like I I remember I went in like to we had a family party and I I roll in and I see all these people like from the live and I'm like what the fuck are they doing here this is a PGA event and then everyone's like no they can still play the major tournaments they just can't play like Betty Boop's fucking Christmas special fucking tournament or something like that it's stupid why wouldn't you go to the LIV you can get literal immediate money play in Saudi Arabia for buku fucking bucks and still come back and and play in the major tournaments it's fucking silly you're a fool if you don't do it i don't blame any of them for for taking the money just don't tell me that you're not doing it for the money oh i mean that's that's where i have the issue. money like yeah it's money just say it's the money like of all the live guys uh 
you know, and I, I, I still like a lot of those dudes. Um, I'm not sorry to see Patrick uh, read off the PGA oh, tour. Though. Fuck okay. that fat hillbilly oh, Alabama fuckface. Don't like that dude. No, uh, no, his name is like, his name is Patrick Reed. <laughs> Patrick Reed. Um, oh my god! You better hope I don't meet a Patrick that I don't like because that is his name <laughs> immediately. Have you never called a Patrick Patrick? No, I never no. even did. That's an incredible. <laughs> I, I guess that's just a South Jersey thing. What the hell? Oh, especially. Especially as a fat dude, like you just you're you allowed to you like that's the rule, right? Like when you're I mean, a fat dude, you can, itself, you can, you know, yeah, you could you could just call anybody you want fat. I'm like you're fat. super fucking excited that you just said that to me, Patrick. <laughs> I like that. Now wait till you got a guy running a meeting somewhere to some job site, and then his name's Pat or Patrick. I was just thinking. And, well, it's guy. even worse when it, when you stand up there and say Patrick. Yeah, because like listen, that's kind of a dick move. Right, just be Pat. Why are you gonna be Patrick? Well, so I have this argument all the time. People are like, "When are you gonna change your name from Kenny to Ken?" Like, never, ever in a million fucking years, unless my dad dies. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were, we were contemplating naming. Our- Even then, why would you change it? It's not, not your name. That's not like what you go by. I was, I was telling Chris, I was telling Chrissy that I was like, we should name our son, you know, the third, right? And and then she was like, "Well, what are you you're gonna go by Ken?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "Well, she's like, I'm not gonna have two immature Kennys running around here." <laughs> and he'd be like, "What? What?" <laughs> Kenny, 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 Kenny. It's so you could have a junior. I am a junior. You fucking Jabron. No, but call him. You could call your son Junior. There's actually a pretty sick name. If you have a third, you can call him Trip, which I like Trip. So that's what we would have done. But I'm not willing to change my name. Ken, it just sounds so fucking old and decrepit and fucking fat. Literally, my dad. Oh, I, <laughs> I hope your dad doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, he knows I'm just joshing him. All the years he told me he didn't want me, he at least means that. Just, just, <laughs> just, just ribbing him. Yeah. Kenny, we got so close. Are we so Gordy? You may not have known this because you don't partake on the Twitter webs, which I totally understand. Gordy is a Reddit aholic. Reddit? Um, yeah. yeah, Gordy I loves Reddit. Gordy I, know, gets, I know what you're doing over there on Reddit, Gordy. Gordy well, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. But Finding page tyrannic naked. But also, there's some. There's actually some, some, some shit that he digs up on Reddit. But, so, Gordy doesn't know about this, but we've been on the push. We broke 300 followers on Twitter, and we're trying to get to 309, so... Kenny can give us this juicy, juicy cinema 309 story. This story is much, but I promised, I promised the people that it would only happen if we hit 309. And we are currently as of 10 Oh three PM sitting at three Oh five. So next week for sure. We need four more followers. I think we'll get it by next week. Four more. (sighs) Man, Joe Sparrow. Joe Sparrow said he's going to create fake accounts <laughs> so that he can get us to three hundred nine. It is Make one it of Joe. Come on, it is one of my funniest stories of adolescence movie theater of all time. It's fucking, it's fucking great. We got, we definitely got to pump that out. <laughs> and so I, I never gave Dave the extended version of that. There's like so much more after that. Like, oh yeah, we are we we're gonna get the whole the whole fucking thing, thing is disgusting. The whole thing. Okay. Something Soul enchilada. To in the next pod. I like That's it. That's right. That's right. I like it. So, Gordy, do you see any? Do you see any upsets? Um, you know, as far as the first round goes. Yeah. 
Lakers, baby. Yeah, I, I, listen, if the Lakers end up as the eight seed playing the Nuggets, that's dangerous because um, the Lakers are playing very well. The Nuggets are kind of not at the moment. Um, yeah. You know, they, they really kind of limped a little bit into the playoffs, and it, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. The Lakers could end up as a seven seed, though. And right, then they, they would do, then they would face Memphis, right? I think it is. Memphis. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. That's listen. Memphis is good. Like I like Memphis. I like I like their team. Um, but that that could go seven. That series could go seven games, and could go either way. Memphis, would, you know, Memphis will never win anything bad. until they grow up. You're absolutely right about that. To be honest, it's like you, you really are. They're too fucking young, and they're too. They need a veteran. They need a LeBron. If they had LeBron James, I'm telling you, put your money on Memphis because that's leadership. That's what you need. And unfortunately, Memphis is hurt too. So I don't know if you guys know this. Stephen Adams is out. I don't yeah. think he's coming back from the playoffs. He's hurt. He is big and he is strong and he is a very good rebounder and defender. And in that, he's their anchor. Uh, not that they don't have guys that can fill in that spot it's for spot duty, but not not the way he can. There's a reason he's a starter in that league. Um, what is that, Patrick? No, this is all. Those are all the injuries for Memphis. Look yeah, they're hurt. They're yeah. hurt. They're ripe for an upset. Um, is, you know. Is, so whether is the Lakers still in rehab or is he finally free? No, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> he's back. <laughs> he's ready to ball out. You know, until he brings the fucking <clears throat> gun, idiot, right, dude. <sighs> yeah. He just needs to stay away from the strip club. <laughs> Don't we all? What Don't strip club? All. What strip club lets you bring a gun in anyway? Oh, all, dude, if you're fucking and if you have ten thousand dollars in one, do you see the floor? The floor looked like money carpet. No, no, yeah. I didn't. I didn't yeah. see the floor. Yeah. I saw yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't see the floor. <laughs> you couldn't see the floor. He walks around the metal detectors. We get wanted. You know what I mean? Like that's let's Ooh, let's be real. We're that not that reminds me. That, re- not that reminds me, Kenny. You went to the you were you went to the game on Saturday, and I heard it uh, about the Phillies have like this new way of like getting in, like with like the detectors or whatever. Like, did did you experience anything different or no? I I, I blacked out. I know, but do you remember walking in? No, no? I don't remember walking out. The only thing I remember, I came to around the, like ninth inning, which is perfect timing <laughs> for me. And it really wasn't, it wasn't the alcohol that did me for some reason. I've, I've told everyone at this tailgate. There was a lot of us, like 20 people. There was a lot of people there. I, this pen, I, you know, it's my thing, you know, fucking go to bed, wake up, go to bed, drive, wake up, go to bed, operate a forklift, go to bed. And it never really messes me up. It just keeps me, you know, going for some reason. I, I smoked this in the bar and I was on fucking Jupiter for like, six innings. So I don't, I didn't even try to get it in cause I didn't need it. You know what I mean? So I was just kind of really banged up. So I don't remember. Well, in fairness, the six innings only took 30 minutes. So <laughs> I don't remember a different, I do remember there wasn't turnstiles. I don't believe I didn't empty pockets, but again, I only had my phone cause Chrissy had my money. I didn't have keys. I didn't have a wallet. So, you know, the whole thing's a blur. I'm not the right guy. Opening weekend is not for me. I don't remember shit. You're like, you're like John Doe at that point. You got no money and no, no dude, ID, no keys. 
<laughs> the DD, the pregnant DD. It was great. And I will give my wife kudos. I didn't hear one complaint. She just fucking balled out, had a good time. I didn't even know she was miserable until the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had to assume she was miserable. Come on. That doesn't sound like a great time. No. Yeah. And then she had to drive three of us hammered drunk home. That's tough. No, that's, that's fucking legendarily terrible. Yeah. So kudos to kudos to her. You know, I thought for sure I'd know something. <laughs> All right. Well, I got nothing out of that. Thanks, Kenny. Hey, I was supposed to go to that game. Hey, you're the but, you're you the know. guy that sent the on field reporter who you know does not do well. This is six straight games I've not remembered. <laughs> Jesus, That's took impressive the streak. To thank be you. Honest with thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. And the best part was just come. Like I remember, like I was sitting there, and then I was like, "Nice." <laughs> <laughs> he told me, he, Gordy. He told me it took him three three innings to get like something food or drinks or something. And he checked in with his, with our buddy, Matt and Matt told him it took half an inning. <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea. No, no, but it did take Jason and Lily. It took them. Uh, this is truthful. They, they took them like three and a half innings to go from home plate 400 to Campos and get a cheesesteak. That was truthful. Well, the, I, they showed on the broadcast, they showed a line at one of the cheesesteak places. I, I don't know which one it was. I don't think it was Campos. Um, and Charlie's. that line. Uh, yeah, Charlie, Charlie's. That, that's the other one right there. Dude, that line, I was like, I'm looking at it, and the camera's fought. You know, they pan the camera down yeah. the line. I was like, yeah, those people at the end of that line ain't getting back. For three innings, some like some legit. some dude on Twitter was like, "Where do you guys go to the game just to get booze and food?" Yeah, I was just gonna say, I was no just gonna chime shit. in on that. So this guy gives me shit. He's like, "Well, what do you? Why don't you eat and drink before you go to the game, idiot?" I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what? What planet is Twitter? Like, what is this? What? You can't go to the game and get a beer and a fucking sandwich? Where the fuck That's are you? Guy, I don't." Yeah, that same yeah, that same guy would be complaining if they didn't have that stuff available. You know what I mean? Like unbelievable. Is hockey in playoffs right now or no? No. Oh, okay. Not yet. Yeah, you're right. Two more games. Flyers yeah, close won tonight. Close. Of course they won the night. And I heard uh I heard McCarr is coming back for the playoffs. Well, are you surprised? No, he's a bowler. They they did the same thing with Matt Stone. People were pissed about that, by the way. They so they they put him on the injury report and then they were able to use like seven point five million dollars of LTR or whatever and now he's ready to play for the playoffs. It's so fucking funny because wow, you know what I mean. Obviously, they wouldn't have been able to get all those you know this whatever they did. Yeah, so that 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 will be changed. I bet you next year they'll have some kind of new like uh, Matt Stone calls. I saw I, uh, the Bruins broke the record for um, most wins in a season. It's pretty um, notable. I hate to tell you this. <clears throat> no one's beating them. <laughs> no one. Oh, no. They're, they're awesome. They're I can't the, wait. Honestly, I'm looking forward to watching them in the playoffs. They're because, the greatest hockey team on ice like ever. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating that number. They, they are that fucking good. Yeah. I mean, playoff hockey is at, on another level anyway. And it's perfect for us that, you know, don't have, we don't have a hockey team anymore. So like now we, now we can watch 
playoff hockey and actually like enjoy hockey. So I'm looking forward to watching Boston, to be honest. And, and these are the, 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 these teams that do this shit are teams like Boston that start Jeremy Swayman as their fucking goalie for the year. And he's no one's ever heard of this fucking guy. And he's 23 and six and four. I mean, this is the shit that the, 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 the flyers can't do, you know, I'm not saying anything about Carter Hart, but like, they don't get this guy that will fucking change your franchise for a couple of years. Look at uh look at the Penguins, the fucking Matthew Murray. <laughs> yeah. Like go figure that. And now that dude can't save a fucking semi coming at the net. <laughs> so they just use these guys. It's incredible. And the flyers are just like, we'll, we'll pay Kevin Hayes. <laughs> Seven <laughs> fucking dollars to do nothing. You know what? We had fun with JVR in 2007. Let's bring him back on a fucking lucrative deal. And then he'll only put up 13 goals. Fuck that. The Flyers are terrible. Now the Flyers are terrible until they get another owner. To be honest, like they, they really, really, really it's never going to happen. Owner. It's never going to happen. <laughs> It'll happen. It's just going to be. Imagine. Imagine if you had a billion dollars, right? Your billion dollar corporation. And then you had the Flyers who are still making the easiest millions of dollars you're going to make on your own. You know what I mean? People, people dumber than me, apparently still go <laughs> and still. Well, you know what it is? This year will be the telling tale because Dave said it best last podcast or two podcasts ago. He said they already paid for their season tickets. So like you're going to go, you know what I mean? It's your money. You already yeah. wasted it. You know, the yep. only thing you can really do is maybe not eat there, right? Or buy merchandise if you go. I yeah, went to I mean, a hockey game this year for the first time in many years. Um, and it was it was terrible, wasn't it? It was a horrendous experience. Do you want like, just as a fan? It was awful. Do you want to know how fucked up this is? I had six tickets with $60 each on them for free for my birthday, right? Mm hmm. Totally forgot I even had the tickets. Didn't go. Didn't even remember that we had the tickets. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the, the Flyers, for the first time ever, at least in my lifetime, are out of the sports world in the city. They've always been a part of it. Even if you weren't a hockey guy, like you knew about the Flyers because they were always solid. Well, there was a, like, from two, from. I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong. From like 1990 to 2020, they missed the playoffs like two or three times in that span. They always make the playoffs. They're always a solid. They're always good. Yeah, they're always good. Now, yeah, I think not so much. I didn't know if it was 1990 or if it was like 2000. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know where the cusp of that line was. It might be mid 90s, but regardless, they were always a solid fucking team. They were. Hockey is the best when it is actually like your team is good. There's no point to watch bad hockey. It's terrible because it's always seven to two. You know, it's bad. There's no, there's no, they etched one out like, and they're playing better now. And you know, Tony D'Angelo, that fucking signing, that's abysmal signing. They benched them. They don't dude. This is how much they, this is how little they think of Tony D'Angelo. They ran five defensemen the other night instead of playing this fucking guy. Because you know the fan was in the Calder Cup, or not in the that's cup. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's incredible. It, so like it's just like that fucking guy is gone. Half the team is gone. They're going to keep two, two or three people, and you're going to see a bunch of AHL players next year. 
Yeah, so uh, they made the playoffs um, in '95 with Terry Murray. That was the that was the strike, like the weird season. Um, they lost the conference finals. They made it in '95, and then they didn't not make it again until '07, and that was the only year they didn't make it. And then they fired Hitchcock and they brought in Stevens, and then they went to five consecutive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again. Yeah. Um, no, they've just been. Yeah. Solid. So I mean, they they were they were a you know. Just a perennial, like count on them to be good. Like basically the way we look at the Eagles right now. Agreed. Like that's how that's how we looked at the Flyers back in that in that time frame. And it's and they were also at, at that point they were a destination that that guys would always look at, even if right. they didn't always come here. They always looked at it. Like if you were a hockey player, you know, coming to play for in Philly was something that people would want to do. It's 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 town. it's this weird thing where it's like. And I know that Dave might, I think you'll agree with me. It's like, oh, well, we got to get away from the Broad Street bullies. But what ended, because they did, like, it was just a shitty identity that was from the 80s. And, you know, they were really good at that point. But, like, what they ended up doing was go to the complete fucking polar opposite. Where they don't, right. have, yeah. they don't even have one guy that you're like, okay, oh, well that guy, well, that guy could beat up someone. They don't even, they don't defend anyone, <laughs> and they made a mockery of Giroux. The, the Flyers are just in a bad state, and they will be, like we just said, until they they sell. Yeah, we're gonna be dealing with this for a little while. It's gonna take a while for them to dig out for <laughs> sure. But did not take the Phillies as long as everybody thought to dig out. And listen, they started the season one and five. Everybody was doom and gloom, thought the fucking season was over. Exhausting. Now, now they're four and seven, which isn't amazing, but they're, th- they're three games out of first place. No, I, and when I said they were, they're exhausting, I don't mean the Phillies. I mean, they are. Like, we already talked about this. It, well, it's because baseball's a long fucking dredge, right? Like, it's long. <laughs> baseball's a grind, for sure. But uh, these, this fucking, this Bryson in the veins, dude, is just, we got to block, you got to block them. You want to block him? I, 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 I kind of really like don't him. I kind of like him because I love just fucking just reading his like. <laughs> he's got to be a thirteen-year-old kid because the shit he says <laughs> is the most dramatic shit I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. But people like that exist, and they're the problem, you know. And then Twitter makes it tougher to be a sports fan. Write that on your fucking tombstone. <laughs> of all things, it's of all things, it's a good call, right? <laughs> Seriously. But I, I just wanted to I wanted to share something because I, I I was looking at stuff with baseball and everything and obviously tonight was not a good night. They I actually thought that they might somehow pull out a five and one homestand. They clearly are not going to do that. They lost they lost tonight to the Marlins eight to four, but they had a they had an onslaught happen last the other last night and um you know the Phillies I don't know if you guys knew this or not but the Phillies. Um, have the best batting average in the NL. That doesn't I did not realize me. that. They just don't hit no. clutch. Clutch. And the second best OPS in the NL. And and JT last year started slow. Kyle starts slow. It's guys. It's fucking too many games to be all up. It's not the NFL. We're not fifty percent right. done. Like chill. Take- and that's what again. That's what everybody in this town does, man. Every sport is football. Every game means everything. Yep. And I heard, uh, I heard Gargano the other day. And listen, man, I, 
Gargano is probably pretty kind of tired at this point. I feel like he, I feel like he's even tired of being on the radio, to be honest. It's the way he he feels sometimes. You know what the problem is? Dave, let me just cut you real quick before you do this. Don't forget it. The problem is all the old guys need to be put out the pasture, right? Like we're done with them, but all the new guys that are up and coming are trying to become these old fucking guys. And all they have, you know, they just say the most egregious fucking shit. Well, so yeah. So I think the part of that is, I think that the TV, the shows like, uh, like, uh, first, what is it? First take and, um, yeah, all the hot take stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like all those shows, like they're ruining sports talk because, because now sports talk is all about hot takes. It's not about like having conversation back and forth about what you think about sports. Dude. Like I listen to 97, five morning show sometimes Kincaid and like, I don't hate them. I don't hate them, but like, don't even take phone calls anymore. Like they just talk to each other. And I don't know. Like if I could take, if we could take phone calls on this fucking podcast, I would do it. Well, I'd love to do that. So always sunny in Philadelphia did an episode where they called the fanatic. Right. And like, and that was many, that was, that was like in the earlier parts of the season, they've been on forever. And like, that's what sports talk radio should be. It should be a lot less host talking and it should be a lot more of us pieces of shit calling in and fucking talking because you know what? It's okay for, I honestly believe this. It's okay for like a Philadelphia fan to be fucking ludicrous and like have just terrible fucking takes. You know what I mean? Because like, that's what we do, (laughs) you know? But like when I have to listen to fucking these guys on the radio that are employed to just sit there and just be like, if Jalen hurts, doesn't get 30 touchdowns in training camp, the Eagles won't do anything. And then the Eagles go to the fucking Super Bowl. So like, figure and finger my asshole. I can't handle this shit with these fucking guys. They're the worst. <laughs> yes, they are the worst. Uh, you say well, you so first on WIP and, and like watching oh, him play basketball. Like, bro, you, you shouldn't fucking talk sports. You shouldn't even talk fucking equestrian equestrian. Yo, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny doesn't, even like, Kenny, Kenny, doesn't even, Kenny doesn't even like the Olympics and he comes out with equestrian. Equestrian. I mean, Jesus, I love it. Fucking dressage. That dude, listen, I don't even know what the guy looks like. He could knock on my door right now. I wouldn't know it was him. Oh, I'd know who it was and I'd fucking bludgeon his fucking eyeballs off. <laughs> <laughs> All I can tell you is there, there's nobody on WIP that has worse takes than that guy. And they've got a few guys that are pretty bad. Yes, but that dude, bad. he just he just says shit that just I mean, I legitimately get irritated listening to him. Like like it's not the type of like hate the face. It's not rooting for the bad guy in wrestling, like the heels being the heel because you wanna you know beat him up or whatever. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like I don't want to listen to this guy. It makes me want to change the channel. That's the bad kind of heat. That's not what you want. They got. I yeah, agree. He's got, he's got a show. They're pushing it. They're pushing it really far, man. And oh like, my god, it's terrible dude. It's it's and getting brutal. And I'm not a big fan of Hugh either. With him, like, he stinks. Although he's not nearly as bad as as Gilio is. Gilio is terrible, dude. Absolutely terrible. You can tell he like wants to pump the brakes, though. Hugh, <laughs> he's like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, there's that. been a few times where he's been like, eh, I don't know about that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but he. Yeah. He's a sidekick on that show. I mean, he might be the, the marquee name, but he's the sidekick on the show. You know, Julio's the radio guy, so he's not going to, you know, actually. Yeah, no, you're anything. right. hundred percent. 
I know. And Joe's, you know, he, I'm sorry, Hugh has been on and off of WIP multiple times. So, you know, it's his gambling addiction. <laughs> so the Phils, the oh, the Phils are sixth in the uh, NL in runners in scoring position. Batting. Now, I knew they were hitting well. Like I, I, even without last night's game, I knew overall they were hitting well. I didn't realize they were quite that good. Here, here, yeah, last night, the Phillies are either going to score 455,000 runs a game or they're going to fucking give you one one run ball. Like, this is this is the team. It's okay. It's fucking right. April. <clears throat> right. It's still April. Early so I April. saw I saw that um, Ranger th- had a bullpen session and um, threw like 35 pitches, felt good. Uh, they're going to they're going to check him out tomorrow, but they're going to have a situation on their hands now because now Ranger comes back. You got Falter and Strom, who basically are your two best pitchers. <laughs> there's no, right there's no dilemma. There's literally zero non, no problems at all. Ranger, well, goes, who, you, who you throwing out? Who Ranger you throwing goes out? The three, Falter goes to four, and Pastrami stays at five. And Walker, you're in the bullpen until further notice. Listen, put up you're, or shut up. You know what I mean? Come out and fucking don't walk 45. Will they actually, guys. will they, I agree with you, but will they do that is my thing. Well, probably not because they're looking at money value to where the value is and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But guess what? Falter looks like the Falter looks like he can pitch. Strom looks like he can pitch better than Walter. he'll come down. He'll come down to fucking earth. We both, we all know that both of those guys are going to be struggling with a four, eight ERA at some point. And what if, what if this is that year that, I mean, while obviously the Flyers can't find that guy, what if this is the year the Phillies found two of them? It's possible, dude. You know, I mean, like, like Strom, Strom, they call, they call, they call him Pastrami. Pastrami was a starter in his, in his lifetime. Now, obviously he's fallen from grace yeah. and he's been shunned to the bullpen, you know, whatever, whatever. But like if they, if they have Strom in there going five, five innings, and he, you know, he's got an ERA of like three, three, three point five. Like, I want that. I want him in my starting rotation. I'm not. I don't care how I mean, much they're paying. They could care. always go to a, at least briefly until Nola and Wheeler kind of kick into gear here. They could go to a six man rotation. They, they if they bring these guys back, they could do that and just stretch it out a little bit. Give those they guys could. an extra day of rest. They could. I wouldn't do that for very long, but I mean, it could. You could get a squeeze another. Uh, Starter two out of out of these guys before you throw somebody. What, in does, what does that get you? Like, I hear you, but what that get all that gets you is like potential losses in the long run, and it's just like eventually, like we talked about, like two, three of those guys are gonna fall back to earth. Like, I, I know what you're saying, and I agree with you. No, no I, I like it. I like it because look. I think I think he's on something because think about it. Nola's not doesn't have it right now. He hasn't found it yet. And Wheeler doesn't hasn't found it yet either. So if you give those guys a little bit of extra rest in the beginning of the season, don't eat up their arms. They're clearly not ready for whatever reason. If they're still dead arm from October or whatever it is, it might not be a bad idea to go with a six guy rotation. I don't know. It's not normal. It's not standard, but who cares? They need a little rest. Maybe it works. I don't know. But Kenny hits the right point, though. I mean, the reason teams don't do six is because they want their best guys out there every fifth day, you know? But if your best guy's not pitching your best, not even close to your best. Well, and Ranger, when Ranger comes back, he's going to, they're going to break him in slow. You know what I mean? Yeah, they are. Five innings, six innings, three. You know, yeah, you're definitely right. Yeah. 
They should. I mean, they should. They should take their time with them. I mean, so the Phils, the Phils have no off day. No, they don't. Holy shit, the Phil, dude, the Phils have no off day. I was looking at that today. They don't for a while. Oh my god, until April twenty (laughs) fourth. We got baseball every day until April twenty yeah. fourth. That's fucking mad. That's madness. When I right finish there. this year, they got to travel to Chicago, right? They Chicago. They're going, so they're going straight to Cincy for four. Okay, Cincy, then then Chicago, yeah, and then the White, White Sox. Sox. Yep. Oh, that could be fun. Yo, and by the way, I I need to get this off my chest. The Rays are over fucking rated. Yeah, okay? no shit. They play the Nationals, the fucking North Penn Little League team. Like, can we stop? Can we stop acting like the Rays are some legendary fucking franchise right now? Like they played, they they played Detroit. And listen, I know that it's hard for to start eleven and zero. I like, I get it. I get totally get it. But they played the Tigers, the Nationals, the A's, and the fucking Boston Red Sox, who are. I can't. Uh, they're unbelievably bad. I can't believe how bad they are. It's unreal, really. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never, I never in a million years thought that the, that the Red Sox would be that bad. They're bad. They are bad. So, so can we just stop with that? Let's put that to bed. <laughs> Kenny, are we at three hundred nine? You better no, 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 no. <laughs> This is an open the podcast story. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I just wanted to check. We're, we're at 305. 305. Did you ever heard, do the one chip challenge? Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> called out. Called him out. I do owe it. I, I'm not paying $25 for a chip that's going to give me diarrhea. And fair. I watched a couple <laughs> videos of dudes eating that chip and it does not look like a good time. The key is you can't let it touch your lips. That's what she said. Okay. What, what lips? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we we've we've reached the part of the podcast where it just fucking takes a hard left turn. Welcome to another manic Monday. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't come back. So. <laughs> All right. The ne- by the time we come back here again, right? The Sixers will hopefully be up 2-0. Should be. Um, the Phils, the Phils will be probably in second place. Second place is no, probably 500 I, better. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, the Mets are 6 and 5. That's second place. Um, Atlanta 7 and 4. And um yeah, the Phillies with the same record as the Nationals is kind of laughable, really. But you know, it's where we are. I guess whatever. It's April. I'm not even not even worried. So we obviously didn't touch on this really at all, but we should just just like maybe like tease a little bit. The draft is coming. Mm. Tickle me pink. Mm. When is it? It's um. It's basically three. Three weeks from from now, right, Gordy? It's three three Thursdays from this week. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to be in Atlantic City, so I, I'll know. It is April twenty seventh. Shit, April twenty seventh. That's going to be tough. Fuck, that's going to be tough. It's a Thursday night. Yeah, I'm coming back from that bachelor party, and then I'm going to see Shane Gillis <laughs> that weekend, Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or is it Saturday? I don't even remember. One of those days. That's why uh, you got to use that calendar on your phone. 
Oh, actually, that's a good point. I think it is in the family wall. There you go. See, um, this, the Eagles have an interesting uh, Saturday buff buffet ahead of them. And uh, Gordy and I were talking about this a little bit today. There's, there's a mock draft that I actually saw that Gordy sent over. It was like, was it Kuiper Gordy? It was Kuiper his mouse. Yeah, it was a good one. It actually was. It was like, I, when I first hear Mel Kuiper, I'm like, Oh yeah, whatever. Um, and I looked at it and I was like, all right, I, you know, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It was 10. Uh, the O lineman from uh, Northwestern. Okay. And then um, he had him trading out of 30. I love that. And they got two first, two second round picks. And the first second round pick, if I remember correctly, Gordy was the running back from Alabama. Yes. Uh, I'm going to try to pull it up. So I can Gibbs, right? Is his name Gibbs? Gibbs sounds about correct. Uh, and then the next pick was a linebacker, I believe, from Auburn. If it's Auburn. from the SEC, it's for me. Peter <laughs> Skronsky, Northwestern, was yep. the first pick in the trade out. Then it was scroll, scroll, scroll. I think it was Gibbs. Um, trade with the Seahawks specifically. Um, who who took Hendon Hooker, QB Tennessee at thirty? That's Kenny's boy. Yeah, Hendon Hooker. Um, and the bird the birds drop back. They take Jameer Gibbs, running back Alabama, who is a pass catching running back. We already got one of them. Mm. Who Gainwell? Yeah, they love him, dude. <clears throat> This dude's a stud. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not all in on Gainwell, man. You I'm are. Not I'm not. I like Gainwell as a change of pace guy. That's about it. I never um, said he was a fucking full time starter. I just like him on third down. <clears throat> you like Rashad Penny on first and second? I love Rashad Penny. I love that. I hope they don't play in preseason. Fifty-two was it. Eagles. Derek Hall, outside linebacker, Auburn, first baseman. <laughs> Although they have him listed as as an outside linebacker, they're talking about him as basically a pass rushing uh, stand up DN kind of guy. And then at sixty two, Jartavius Martin, D back Illinois, who can step from D back from corner into the free safety spot. Mm. That's that's for very high level talent-rich picks that all fit spots of need. That's a very nice little draft there by Mr. Kuiper for the birds. Yeah, that is interesting. And, you know, I was talking to somebody else, Lou, today about, like, this these mock drafts, and, like, they're like, oh, you know, this this team's going to trade this pick for that pick, and then they're going to move back four spots, and then they're going to trade that one for two-thirds and a fucking fifth. It's like... Who the fuck has time to fucking fake all these trades? Like, it's so weird. Did you, did you, the mock draft. Go on, sorry. The mock draft thing is just funny to me, man. Like, I, it's cool if you just go through and you like everybody makes a pick. But like, when you start like trading picks and shit, it's get, it gets a little. It gets a little for weird. cash considerations. 
future future cash consideration. Yeah, did you see what they did at the Philadelphia in the night at the end? Did they take what? Did they take back the NL ring ceremony? No, they're just <laughs> launching fucking hot dogs on the field. Oh no! Yeah, Howard Eskin's pissed. The fans threw hot dogs on the field. Yeah, that's beat. <clears throat> that's not cool. That is beat. There you go. That's why they don't do dog dog night. See, everybody, somebody's got to ruin it. Always idiots. Always, always, always. That'll be the that'll the be way, like Eskin the lead story. No, Eskin has no reason to be pissed. He's he's a terrible uh, journalist Human. at this point. Sports radio talk, whatever. I mean, you know. The Sixers could win the NBA title, and he'd still find a reason to crap on that franchise. Meanwhile, 100%, the birds, and the Eagles can do nothing wrong. Yeah, the Birds can do nothing wrong. They could trade out of all of their draft picks and trade Jalen Hurts for a vending machine, and he would find a way to spin it. <laughs> it's so true. That it's they're so, true. so genius, second-level thinking. <laughs> all right, I think we're done this week. Gordy, thanks for thanks for hanging out tonight. We we kept you for a whole hour and uh, twenty minutes, whatever it was. Thanks for having um, me, guys. It's a good can time. you feel the love tonight? <laughs> Danny, tonight. you've been gifted the the gift of Fatrick <laughs> for future use. Uh, um, i love it and listen yo we're gonna hear that sixers song played four times in the next week lock it in and they're gonna get another four in that boston series oh yeah let's go this uh, the boston series i am i'm nervous they can because they can shoot it's gonna be tough and i'm not to uh, go back to that real quick, but just to kind of assuming the Sixers do get through uh, the the Nets, which they should, and the Celtics should move uh, through whoever they end up playing in, in the first round. Um, yeah, they'll get the Hawks. That series could end up being a little tougher than people think, just because the Hawks can can score. Um, they're not going to stop the Celtics, but that could turn into a you know who, who chucks the most threes kind of series. Um, Boston's defense is tough. Their default when you stop their first look on any play they run is to kick it out and shoot threes, and they have a whole roster that can do it. They shoot more threes than any other team in the NBA, aside from, I, th- I think only the Warriors take more. Wow, that Something makes like sense. That. And, and it does make sense when, when I mean, but like it, there might be one other team up there, but I mean, Boston, their whole roster shoots better than league average from three. But can they do it for four games in a row? Because again, they have no answer for Joel. And by the way, I know a lot of people talk about how he had to go and score fifty for them to beat the Celtics the other night without Jalen Brown. Um, the rest of the Sixers, aside from Harden and PJ Tucker, late in that game, really did not play well at all. Shocker, Tobias was, Harris. Yeah, it was three. It was three on the entire Celtics roster because the whole roster for the Celtics right. did play played well. Right. Um and and they still Joel just took over the game and that bodes very well because that was not a very good Sixers game overall. So I don't look at that like it's a it's a omen 
against the Sixers that he had to score 52 for them to win. I look at it like he scored 52. The rest of the team really didn't play great, and they still beat a, a, a Celtics team that played a, a good overall game. So, but yeah, yeah key, Tobias, Tobias didn't show up. So there's going to be a couple a couple keys to those to that series, and one of them is going to be making sure Embiid doesn't get in foul trouble. What do you What did you look at? Do you, do you guys saw the <laughs> You guys saw the Orioles doing the beer bong, right? This is a home run celebration with the beer bong. I saw them doing the fountain. There was like <clears throat> spitting water. Oh yeah, that was a spring. I didn't see this. No, I didn't see the other day. They they fucking did a beer bomb with like obviously like a water bottle or whatever. But (laughs) Kyle Gibson, former Philly, he said we want to make opening day starter for the Orioles. He said we want (laughs) we want to make sure that it's rebranded a little bit. It's it's a Homer hose, not a dong bong. (laughs) A dong bong. Dong bong. <laughs> they should have just great. left it called a dong bong. I mean, come that's on. The funniest thing ever, man. That's so funny. That's great. They should market the shit out of that. <laughs> dong bong. Dong bongs. And the Marlins. <sighs> that's, that'll go great on his shirt. The Marlins hit for the first uh, cycle of franchise history tonight. Yeah. Uh, nice to be part of history. Yeah. Yeah, like no hit in the World Series. Uh, yeah, that kind of history. Yay. Combined no hit. It doesn't you, count. Let me ask you something. And, and I mean this. Do you guys actually consider those legitimate no hitter? Because I don't. Because to me, a, a no hitter is always a complete game no hitter. Like, the, I don't really. The MLB put the graphic up and said no hitter. It's a fucking no hitter. You can't argue this with anyone. They have the ultimate Trump's card. The MLB recognizes trash, trash no hitter. Trash. Trash no hitters. Get it? Trash. All right. Trash is fucking nuts. Hit the clothes on this to go to bed. <laughs> all right. Kenny's too high for the ending. So, all right, listen, we'll, we're going to get to this next week. Kenny's going to tell us his story. I can't wait. I can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait. And we're going to get the, uh, the, uh, the extended uh, cut, the director's cut uh, of the cinema 309 situation. Um, and um, yeah. Go Phils, go Sixers. Phils, go Sixers. Play the song. Play the fucking song, boy. I can't play the song, but I know you can't. I don't want to get in trouble because Spotify is a dick. But anyway, all right. Love you guys. Thank you. Oh my love. We'll we'll see you next week. Sweet, sweet, sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. (laughs)